V12, hey everybody. Guys, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad you got to listen to Kale bring the word tonight. It was really cool. He talked about science and Christianity and whether or not science disproves Christianity. So I brought in the two most scientific guys that I know, Lucas Schrock and special guest Ian Coleman Hole. Everybody welcome Ian to the podcast. We're going to put in the the applause effect later. So that sounds really big, but mm-hmm. Um, so these guys are really going to be doing most of the discussing tonight because I want to hear what they have to say about things. But we just wanted to rehash a few key points that Kale talked about. And I'm going to kick it to Ian for the first one because Ian, Kale talked about how science points to God. Um, it doesn't – like the more we study things scientifically and the more we dive into the scientific process, it doesn't point us away from a creator. It points us to one. And so I just – I know that you are someone who is – intellectual and a deep thinker and enjoy science. And so I just wanted to know what you thought about that point. And um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what thoughts do you have on that, Ian? Uh, yeah. I, hey guys. Um, so um, I think when I think of science, I know, and a lot of my friends too, maybe that aren't believers, um, they're just caught up in right science contradicting the Bible um, making a point that um, science and and God can't coexist. Um, and I think that's a really unhealthy mindset for both non-believers and believers. Um, just I think it it hinders our um, belief in God as believers and then non-believers, it keeps them from God sometimes. Um, and so I'm really glad uh, that Kale talked about that uh, last night. Um, yeah, and so uh, I kind of wanted to um, go over just um, how science, guys, is is so biased um, towards natural things. It's so biased to the to the physical world, right? Um, the things that are right in front of us. Um, and God works supernaturally. He works in miracles. He works in in ways in our lives that uh, science can't um, comprehend. Sometimes it can't explain. Sometimes, and um, so I think sometimes for me, it can be easy to fall into that trap. That's just like. Uh, I don't think, um, you know, I, I, I can either doubt God or I can doubt science. Um, but, but really those two can coexist, right? Um, cause God can, he's, he's a, an authority over science. Um, and, um, yeah, so just, uh, those two can, um, the science does point to God. Um, they, they can coexist together. So Ian, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that science points to things in the natural world and it explains things in the natural world because it is it a natural process but when we look at things in the bible where god has reached down supernaturally and acted in his own power which is outside of the natural world like science can explain those things so if we look at like the parting of the red sea or the virgin birth or the healing of leprosy like on a biological natural level those things can't really be explained by science, but that shouldn't bother us, right? Because God is not limited by the natural world. He is supernatural. Is that what you were saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really, really good examples just with the Red Sea um, and the leprosy, right? Um, Jesus did so many miracles. Um, There's so many books written about uh, Jesus' miracles, and um, he he's authority over science, right? Science is an authority over God. 
Um, so I think that's really important. I think that's a good way to put, put that. I've never heard that, that science, God is the authority over science. Science is not the authority over God. That's neat. And then Luke is something else that uh, Kale talked about tonight is that if we do science the right way, it's actually worship. But dude, I thought that worship was just like singing songs. Is that not the case? Yeah, definitely. Have um, I been wrong this whole time? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, that's another conversation for another time. But um, yeah, no, Jordan, that's a great point. Just that worship, there's, I feel like there's sometimes a misconception in the church where worship is just singing some hymns or singing some songs and raising your hands up in the air and that's it. You do that once or twice a week. But I truly believe that worship you can worship God through the different areas of your life and the different activities in your life. So if you're in band or orchestra or you love to sing in your choir or if you play sports, like for me, one of my ways of worshiping God is just going on runs and just having conversations with my father. And I love spending time in prayer on my runs because it's a unique way where I'm able to connect to the Father, and I'm also just able to worship His beautiful name in nature and on my runs and just, um, yeah. So I think we can definitely find different activities and different areas in our life to worship our Heavenly Father. So you're telling me that I can worship God by shooting baskets? Yeah, absolutely. That's God's awesome. got a crazy jumper, so. Jesus, could Jesus dunk? That's the next question in this debate. The real debate is that Jesus not only could dunk, he would just blow every uh, every dunk competition out of the water. It'd be crazy. <laughs> That's a question for another time, to borrow your phrase. But yeah, <laughs> Lucas, you're exactly right, dude. God created us to do lots of different things. And so when we do those things to his glory, it is worship. Like when we do science the right way and it helps us to understand more about our world and about him, that is absolute worship to him. And so... Worship is not just singing. It's not just reading your Bible. It's doing whatever God made you to do to his glory and not to yours. And I think that's a really cool thing. So I'm glad you you talked about that. The, the very last thing as we get out of here is that Kale so clearly spoke about the gospel tonight and just what it means to be a Christian. And he said it so clearly and so well. And I'm so grateful for, for that word that he gave. So what, what we do with that is you know, if you're a believer in Jesus, that's awesome. We're so glad. We hope that was an encouragement and a reminder to you. But if you're not a believer in Jesus, if you haven't yet given your life to him or you don't know what that means, or when we say that word gospel and you're kind of fuzzy on what that means, we would love for you to ask a leader, ask me, ask any anyone here at V12, a parent, someone, just what that means and have a conversation about it. Just say, what is the gospel and what does it mean to follow Jesus? Because that is something that we would love to talk about you with. It's the most important decision you'll ever make in your whole life. And so for you to die one day and not have that question answered of what does that mean would be um, a real shame, to say the least. So if you're fuzzy on that at all, then please ask questions. If, if Kale's words tonight kind of spark something inside you, man, please continue that conversation. So that's what we've got. I think we all agree. Kale crushed it tonight. We were so excited by what he talked about and we hope that you guys got something good out of it too so i will turn it over to ian and lucas to close it out guys what, what do you got for us uh i kind of want to give an hour-long sermon if that's okay um if you guys have time for that yo, so yo, stick we're around. here for it for sure so let's do it <laughs> let's go what are we doing
<laughs> All right, everyone, have an amazing week. Go be the church and be the salt and light for the kingdom. For sure. Love you guys.